Race Sloan, an arm of the surveillance state, be a grinder? Start your sublight engines. It's time for RuPaul's Pod Race, a queer Star Wars podcast. Welcome back to another week of chaos. This week, we'll be wrapping up our thoughts on the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. My name is Mel. I use they, them pronouns. And you can find me on social media at Melvin Culpa and on TikTok at Grunkle Rex. And my gender this week is Reva playing Among Us in real life. Stop. You're done. (laughs) Sussy. She's a she's imposter, kind of. Well, you know, Leia also she was in the vents, you know. Oh my god! Okay, the two imposters being Reva and Leia slay Ezra Core. <laughs> no, because Leia's not imposter, but everyone thinks she is, and she gets voted off, and she's like, "I was an imposter, and now you guys." Oh, so see. true. She's one of the the new um roles in Among Us, the one that can clean the vents or whatever the heck. One other thing before we continue recording, because. Ollie knows this, but it was something so troubling that happened to me yesterday that I need everyone to know just kind of mentally where I'm at. Yesterday, I was picking up dinner after I left from work um, to go home and I was in a very busy area. And so there were a lot of people just like walking across the street, not thinking spatially about how cars work. Um, It's like a little like shopping center area. And I was playing a playlist that Ali and I constructed that is songs that we thought were playing at Elfrona Outpost, which is to say just a lot of, it's quite a troubling playlist, but it was like Vienna by Billy Joel. Um, I'm trying to think. There was some other I know this. Play- I know this playlist. I yeah. listened to it. I-, I was trying to like fucking get through this, the fucking harrowing journey of driving through this fucking street and fucking Butter by BTS started playing. And I was like, no, no. But you I guys don't know. <laughs> What you guys don't know is that Loden Greatstorm was what he was really slated to be the president of the K-pop club on Starlight Beacon. That's what he was so gonna true. do after no. Light of the Jedi, and then yeah. Loden Greatstorm BTS Army. That's gonna be yeah. my. He is <laughs> like oh, I'm a member of Army. He's like I'm a member of Army. I think he likes twice. I think he. I think he's like, if you don't not stand Luna, what are you even doing? <laughs> so true. That's what he said to Marcian Rowe. He's like, you, shut the fuck up you don't want to stand luna you fuck my name is ollie i use any pronouns you can find me on social media at ollie fresh that's fresh with a ph and my gender this week is a little different my gender this week is my submission for for a uh, star wars cameo pool where everyone was guessing cameos of who was going to be in obi-wan kenobi and my gender is just a list of characters that i put i did it right before the show started and Everyone who was going to guess had basically already done their guesses yet, and I was determined to make it so it was like no one, I, I like I didn't want to list any characters who had already been on the list, like who other people had guessed. Do you guys want to hear my list? I would love yes, to. absolutely. Okay, so first is Garris Eberelios, just because I was like, wouldn't it be funny if he did show up? Absolutely. Um, Briarly Ronan, just because I was like, no one's guessed him yet. This I would have guessed him. This one I'm a little sad didn't actually show up. Masamita. Yeah. We got Palpatine, no Masamita. Uh Champ Sindula and his bestie Gobi Glee. Gobi Glee. <laughs> so I'm like, so no Gobi. Uh I also guess Hondo, which one other person did guess, but you know. That was probably my most realistic one, honestly. Comac Vitus, I just thought it'd be funny. Just like, whoa. Uh Rail Avaros, who is another one who I was like, if they're gonna bring a glove shit <laughs> Thrawn. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it be, wouldn't it have been fucked up if at the end of the Kenobi series instead of seeing fucking 
uh, oh my god, why was I Stellan Geos? What the fuck? Like, Lygon Jin's Force Ghost, he saw Rail Avarus. And he's like, bitch, what are you doing here? He's like, ah, oh, fuck Qui-Gon. I figured this shit out and no one is talking about it. And no one it. asked me. No, uh, but if Stellan Geos' Force Ghost appeared to Obi-Wan Kenobi, I think I would have shit and fart. Also, Enfys Nest is on this list. She also didn't show up. That's sad. I wish she did. I do too. Anyway, that's my gender. Hi, I'm Claudia. Um, my pronouns are she, her. You can find me on social media at Kaludia says, K-A-L-U-D-I-A says. Um, my gender this week is Sandy Lightsabers because every time they put the damn lightsabers in the sand and like this time Obi-Wan, like in the series, he had it in a box, but like, you know, Reva puts it in the sand and uh, Ray puts it in the sand and like it, the sand, it gets in the, it gets in the crevices. It's just not. It's coarse and rough and it gets everywhere. You know what I mean? And I just, I want to know, like, it, it fucks up the mechanisms. Um, I just think it's quite funny. Anyways. Hey, maybe they have those little, those little cans of the, the spray thing that you use to clean out electronics they, and stuff. They, like, uh, like pressurized air? Yeah, there we go. Um, I'm Noah. My pronouns are he, him. You can find me on TikTok at the Jewish Jedi. And my agenda this week is proud, unironic owner of a world's best mom mug, Baru White Sun, because frankly, yes. she deserves it. Yeah. Um, I spent this entire show being like, I would love more Baru content. And then the finale gave me exactly what I wanted, which was Baru being incredibly slay. I just wanted to highlight her in this moment. I can't imagine like how Ollie feels as like, the resident Baroostan from like their childhood into like now, but like all the like people who are like, yeah, Baru, and I was just like, you know, I I knew an OG. <laughs> I know Ollie. Ollie's an OG Baru. Original. Listen, I remember seeing her when I watched Attack of the Clones for the first time as a very small child of being like, that is my woman. Um, I knew an Owen. <laughs> what does he have that I don't? Okay, but we so we said last week he's a wife guy, like. He, he is a wife. He guy. was so he was like, what am I gonna do? And she's like, and I'm gonna pull out the Glock. And he was like, All right. You know what? That's why I married like he made this face of like, that's why I married you. And I was like, that man's a wife guy. Hi, I'm Jess. My pronouns are they them. You can find me on social media at Kawaii Jessio. That's K-A-W-A-I-I Jessio. And my gender this week is young Luke hitting the woe. <laughs> You oh saw my god, that, wait! Like, you know, when he's like playing on the roof and like Obi-Wan's looking at him from a distance and you see him like move his he's he's pretending to like drive a pod racer, I think, but it does look like he's hitting the woe. No, because you know what? He is a little child that's doing TikTok dances while his parents are grocery shopping. Well, people he's said he was an iPad the... kid and a Fortnite kid. He's absolutely doing TikTok dances. Yeah, he's doing dances. the Fortnite dances. <laughs> he's now doing is... the renegade at Whole Foods. <laughs> he said, like, no. can, can I please get some V-Bucks? And she said, no, Luke, you've already gotten you've already gotten V-Bucks this month. We can't get you more, okay? Why don't you just save the ones you- I spent them already because I wanted the skin. Okay, is he a Fortnite- I wanted the Moon Knight skin. <laughs> is he a Fortnite kid, a Roblox kid, or a Minecraft kid? All of them. Oh. He's like the Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's a, not bringing he's balance. A he's bringing balance to the Force. It's not because it's not because of like his fight with Palpatine or whatever the fuck. It's because he plays all of those games. Now, what about Leia? I does she play? She Pop plays Among Tropica? Us. She plays Among Us. I think that she, she that Bale was like, here, this is an appropriate game for kids, and left her with Pop Tropica, and then she immediately closed it and went to play GTA Five online. 
Also, I feel like um, Han Solo is playing dress-up games. You mean like, like when you go like, online and go to the like Badal dress-up? Yeah, like, he's going to like go. He's going to he's uh, doing girl go games. Yeah, yeah. crew icon. Han Solo um, was also, on Barbie.com. He so was. No. Guys, also, Leia, as an adult, is talking to Han, and she's like, you never would have made it in a Call of Duty lobby. <laughs> and she's right. And no, she's, she's right. right. She's like, listen, I was calling people slurs in those lobbies. You never would have made it. <laughs> no. She's like, you know, so that's she why she called him a cousin. fucking nerf herder. Ex- <laughs> exactly. She was trained from her gamer days. No, I'm just saying Han is the type of person who gets stuck playing like, you know, those like weird flash games that are like frozen dentist. Where yeah. It's, like, like, from a Disney yeah. Movie. yeah. That's what Han was doing his entire childhood. Han would see those weird I, pop-ups for those like random, like weird mobile games and be like, yeah. okay, time to play a new game. Frozen help Elsa give birth. <laughs> Also, game. also followed by I don't think that it stops in his childhood. I think he's on the Millennium Falcon doing that. You know how Chewie in the New Hope is playing fucking chess or whatever the fuck the game that's supposed to be? I forgot what it's called. Don't at me. Dejaric. Dejaric. He is also he's also Han playing Solo Frozen and I are candy crush We're Candy Crush Curlies. I do Han Solo's that playing that one crush. like um that one mobile game that like I kept seeing ads of, and you know, it's like the girl finding out her grandma's up to like some like weird <laughs> sketchy Lily's, Lily's, Lily's garden? Yeah. No, okay. No, because here's the thing, and I was about to say this too, but Han is the guy who's playing that game and he's weirdly into the lore. Like, you're like, oh, what are you playing? And he turns around and he's like, so the grandmother, this is my theory, I think that she, and like, he just goes on a tirade and Leia's like, I don't want to know you anymore. I don't want to do this. Have you guys? And he's like, any- well, you're you're pregnant with my son, so it's too late now. Sorry. <laughs> Have you guys been getting the ads for the like the like em- the emperor concubine game? I get yeah. Ads. Yes. Han yes. Solo plays those games, and he's really good. He's at like, it. oh he's- my god, Leia! I don't know which he baby to a- pick. <laughs> he runs a forum. <laughs> he has spent over a thousand credits in microtransactions. That's he's like- why he's in debt to Java. <laughs> he's like Java, please. Jabba, I need more credits so that I can I can adopt the pretty son. <laughs> but I'm just saying, and then I don't know if any of you know this because you're not on, you're not avid users of grinder.com.gov.edu. However, I'm just saying that when Luke first goes on that app because he's been there before and he sees an ad for like one of those games, it's like which one would you pick? And it's between two items. And it's not at all how the actual game works. He hits download immediately. <laughs> there are ads on Grinder, bitch. What? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not over Noah saying yes. grinder.com.gov.edu. Oh yeah, okay, you know, I know for you youngins it's an app, but for, for us older generations it's a website. You have I, to dial in. No, just... okay, so to be clear, Grinder does have ads, and they're ads that are purposefully um, not representative of what the thing actually is, and they're all the same. It's always those games that's like, like those like a, Sultan like games. TikTok ad. Sort like, of, yeah. um, but it's the ones where it's like, it's like you have to pick a, like a binary choice and then the ad always picks the visibly wrong one and it's like could you do better like, no okay no because it's like it's like those fucking i'm trying to remember what the app is called it's called episode where it's like piss oh, your yeah. pants yes. or kiss the boy <laughs> i get yeah, those no. ads on instagram all the time i think han solo also plays no, the, those episode games because here's the thing i know exactly what noah's talking about it's like the one where there'll be like a guy running and then it's like <laughs> this one is you get like 10 points and this one's like 10 times 10 points and he always picks the wrong one han solo is seeing an ad he's like i 
did the thing in 12 parsecs or whatever. I could do that. Wait, so Han Solo is still clicking on those ads, like, by the yes. time he meets Luke? And Luke has, yes. like, learned his lesson by then? And Luke is like, you're still clicking on the stupid ads on Grindr? I'm sorry, are we doing Are we doing a Han Luke Grindr? Like, is this how they're talking to each other? Han Luke Grindr, Grindr meet no, no, no. AU? No, no I, I don't I'm think they met that, that way. Mm. I no, just... wait, 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 wait. No, because here's the thing. <laughs> that's why they went to the fucking cantina. No, listen, <laughs> ben, no, because that's what I was gonna say. Because Ben Kenobi saw Han on Grinder and was like, "Okay, this guy says he has a car, so we're gonna go meet up with him." Not... And he gets there, and Luke's like, "Hey, I've seen you on Grinder." Ben Kenobi's like, "The government can't track me. I can't use Uber, so I guess I'll use Grinder." <laughs> Grinder is an Uber. <laughs> and no, and you know what? His profile is a picture. <laughs> No. Wait. Oh my Brad God. Fisher, Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> no, just like in the circle. No. Luke I can't. Look at Stan from Grinder and Tinder and every app because people start using his picture, especially after he like after the rebellion and everybody knows who he is. They start using his picture to, to catfish people, being like, no, "I'm a Jedi no, no, no. master," still, and then he gets I'm, banned from every app. I'm still stuck on Ollie's idea of Obi Wan using Luke as a catfish photo. Like, why does Obi Wan's Grinder profile say "Twink 21 looking"? <laughs> like four miles away no because here's the thing it's not that he's trying to actually he's just like oh i just need to like be on this app and he's like well like so that i could get information but then he's like well i can't use a picture of myself who's someone i know uh luke and then he's like oh this is gross and fucked up why did i do this but then he's like oh hey there's there's this guy he looks like he has a car and he wants to chat with me so that's great and then he shows up and hannes sees luke walk in and he's like oh you (laughs) Here's a concept though. What if it's not Han on Grinder? What if it's Chewie who's on Grinder? <laughs> no, because I was Nar. also thinking about that. I think that that, but Chewie's. Hmm. I feel like Chewie has got enough going on. He's not ready for hook for casual. He's hookup. looking for no, something who's on Grinder because he's married. He's married. No, who's on Grinder? What was it? Chewie's dad. What? <laughs> you the, in the holidays? special chewy's dad be doing some weird shit um okay i'm sorry sorry. i don't mean to be this person but i am now thinking of baylor's uh grinder profile and i feel that it is my duty to bring it up in conversation and then and then say nothing else about it that's i do believe shout out valence nation yeah shout out to valence nation because i do believe when they were in the empire they did see each other on Grinder, Han and Valence. I definitely think so. This is and, and this is definitely not based off an experience that I've definitely not had. However, um, you ever go on Grinder and then you look at a profile that has no picture and no name and it says twenty feet away and you're like the call is coming from inside <laughs> the house. That's hey, Han you and know Valence what? when no, they no, were in the Empire. Because you know who else they are seeing on there? They're like, dang, this guy like it's only like the like his head is not in the picture, but you can see his. Ch- Does that bitch have mutton chops? What is going on there? Because you know who. <laughs> else is on imperial <laughs> grinder but he's like i gotta keep it on the dl because i've got oh, a job oh it's, it's, shit i bet eli is in there too grinder of course i was fucking harrowing y'all briarly guys, fucking grinder guys Absolutely. look out for fucking tarkin he's gonna start matching with you bitches no, that doesn't happen on grinder but... about to say, i'm like you don't match people I mean, grinder. has anybody has anybody seen the TikToks of like when you dr- when you're on Grinder and you drive past the Pentagon? That's exactly what the Death Star is like. <laughs> the Death Star. No, yeah, no, you get to, no, you get to the Death Star and then you're opening up to literally a thousand grind notifications that all say "Hey" from blank profiles that are equally distanced from you. And all like, no, no, and they're all like they're all like like maybe forty feet away, and you're looking around in the crowd, and you're like, surely it's one of these people, but you're not entirely sure who it is. 
It's yeah. all of them, actually. <laughs> it's every single one. And every single one just says, hey. That is, uh, that is DC core. That is Washington DC. No that is literally Washington DC. Should we talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi? I really I'm having a great time talking okay, about this, and actually. I, and, I, and I just want to say that Obi-Wan goes on Grinder on, on Coruscant like during his lifetime living there and the moves to Tatooine and he's like, surely there's something. It is four people. And one of them is Owen Lars. And one of them is Owen <laughs> and Baru. No, yeah. yeah. Owen and, honestly, and, and honestly, and if we're and if we're being real, one of them is Baru and it says, looking for friends. Anyway, concept, uh, Obi-Wan in Rebels knows that Maul is there because he sees Maul's profile pop up <laughs> on Grindr. That's how he finds Cobb Vanth! Horrible news! Cobb Vanth is the one who t- is, is, is like, you gotta get this Grinder thing. He gets that. Then he's like, whoa, two new, no, two new people just popped up during, during, um, Twin Suns. And he's like, what? It's Maul. And he's like, who the fuck is Chopper? No! <laughs> and it's Chopper who's catfishing with a picture of Kanan! That's how Maul is able to locate Obi-Wan and Ezra in the desert because he's just like, there he is. So there's I can't 80 like feet that. away. 50 you... feet away. Anyways, this is our podcast where we talk about the, the series Obi-Wan Kenobi. Well, our, or at least our final thoughts. Let's just start this out. Yeah, let's let's go around and give our, give our out of five stars. So I'm actually, initially, I would have said four stars. No Zeb, so it's three and a half. Sorry. And I think that, and I think that's very fair of you. Yeah. I consider that was my primary disappointment with the show was the lack of Zeb. Now you know how it feels to be me. I also was going to um just give it three and a half stars. Not because Cody wasn't in it or Zeb. I, I don't want to be too generous. <laughs> Sometimes it's almost got to be mean. I was going to give it a four, um, but then I cried a bunch in the last episode. So then I give it a 4.5. The only reason I don't give it a five is... um. No Ahsoka mention. Also, couldn't see shit for half the show. We talked about that last week. Great visuals. Amazing. Love the stagecraft. I can't see shit. I literally saw somebody make an edit today being like, the beauty of Obi-Wan Kenobi, half the shots in the edit were like dark as fuck. And I was like, the beauty of what? I can't see it. Um, Like some of it looks really cool in Yasin Slay. And then some of it I'm like, I can't see at all. Um, So if it wasn't for that and the fact that there was like barely any clone mention... And also, Berlini Ahsoka mention, I would have given it a five other than that because I thought it was very slay other than that. Yeah, what I will say about that is, like, I completely agree that, like, I feel like, and I feel like this is something that just Disney Plus shows in general have an issue of, of, like, hey, guys, we really, we gotta up the brightness, at least in post, of, like, just so we can see what's going on. Because I understand, like, in terms of visual storytelling, like, this is a dark time. Of course, it's shit can be shrouded in darkness however when it becomes a thing of like for people with low vision it's you can't see dick it's no good i i did find out today that they announced that they're doing the percy jackson series also in the volume as well they they're, they're doing the avatar lesser bender um netflix um live action in the volume but they just announced they're doing the percy jackson one and i was like so I'm not going to be able to see shit. So the only time I can see anything is when the actual lightning bolt comes out the sky because I'm not going to be able to see shit again. Like, <laughs> I'm sure this technology is cool. Wish I could see anything. Um, But I know also Thor Love and Thunder, apparently they did using it. So Taika, dear God, I hope I can see something. Outside of the lighting, um, I would be comfortable giving it a four. Uh, It did a lot of the things that I like walked in wanting to see and I did walk in with like almost zero expectations. I think my thing is that 
it's very difficult for me to recall what the middle section of the show was about. Like I have a very strong like emotional memory of the beginning and end. The middle felt kind of like things happened, but not in a way that felt super cohesive to me. I would say the biggest thing that I liked about the show though was I really liked the character arc that Obi-Wan went through. And I was pleasantly surprised that at least to me, it didn't feel rushed despite being such a short like show. Like I was worried about that walking in that it being only six episodes would sort of hinder it. But I really didn't feel like that by the end. I will say the only part of this show that I genuinely felt like, oh, this is a little bit rushed. And I'm sure there's a reason for this, but in the wrap up, like in, in the last episode, I felt like, it was just like a laundry list of, oh, quick, here's everyone we have to check in with, um, which I don't mind because like I do kind of like a wrap up like that. But I do feel like there are certain things where I was like, it would have been nice for us to spend just like a little bit longer. Like even if it was just like another minute, like I would have liked to see Leia and her cousin again, just because I think that would be funny. But, but I also would have liked to see like, hey, what's Reva doing? And I'm like, I'm sure there's a reason. I hope there's a reason that they didn't show. But like, what's going on with that? But I, I just... I, I feel like it could have benefited from another like maybe 20 minutes. Yeah, I also have a hard time recalling some of the stuff that happened in the middle because there's like very emotional highs for me in the beginning and at the end, but the middle becomes a little blurry for me. One thing I wanted to have seen stretch out a bit more maybe, I don't know, I felt it was a little rushed, but that might just be my opinion was like Leia getting kidnapped again by Reva getting taken to Fortress Inquisitorius. And Obi-Wan being able to rescue her, like, really quickly. And that was also, I think, the shortest episode of the whole series. Correct me if I'm wrong. So, I don't know. That felt a little rushed to me. But I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that, like, the middle dragged a little bit. Um, Not in any way that I think was, like, a serious detriment to the series. Um, I enjoyed getting to visit Fortress Inquisitorius. I think it's interesting that Leia got... <laughs> fucking question there and was just like okay anyways i'm gonna live the rest of my life now slay on her part we love that for her overall this series probably got gets like a 4.25 which i know is such like a bitchy answer because first of all i think it's my favorite of the disney plus star wars series for me the mandalorian is quite quite close in second there i think i ended up enjoying this more and i think it has the tactical advantage of like having characters that we've known longer even though i have famously said i don't particularly give a fuck about obi-wan this series gave me made me give a fuck a little bit about obi-wan however i will say and ollie can attest to this the entire last episode i was like i don't give a fuck about what this bitch is doing where is reva quickly yeah, where is it my was own about, girl? i was saying it that. was, was like, no where is she? that's what's funny is like the princess and the 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 leia's theme is playing in a devastating musical cue is playing when she is getting dropped off on Alderaan and I'm like oh this is really sad and I start getting kind of emotional and I'm like oh my gosh like I'm not a crier so I was like oh this is weird for me to be feeling emotion at a show <laughs> that is being tried but I digress I'm like oh whatever and Melster's going where's Reva <laughs> and I'm like I'm trying to have a moment and they're like do you think she's on the ship I'm like I feel like I'm watching this with cinema sins right now <laughs> yeah I was gonna say like we're being a little cinema sins right now just because we're like Almost like not trying to find faults, but also being like these are the little small things. Like overall, I did, we yeah, all overall, we all enjoyed ourselves. Like I think my, the overall thing was like, oh yeah, I I forgot that I like Star Wars and I quite enjoy myself most of the time. Part of me feels a little bad because like I did enjoy this show, 
but I, I don't know. I didn't get as like emotional as like other people like that I saw like on Twitter or TikTok being like, oh my God, this show was like the best. And I do agree that was really good, but I, I personally wouldn't say it was the best, but maybe it's because I don't have as strong of an emotional attachment to these characters as a newer Star Wars fan who only got into Star Wars like after like the Mandalorian. And so that's just me though. I don't know. Vis-a-vis like the emotions around the show, I got to admit, I don't really give a fuck about Anakin Skywalker. Um, I find him interesting as a character, like so in true. terms of, Thank you, Jess. I feel so seen by you at this moment. But like, like I find him interesting as a character foil and as like the way he interacts with others. But like overall, whenever any sad Anakin stuff happens, I'm like, oh, Padme, I miss you. Like, oh, yeah. So, so I, I liked. So I mean, when it was like Vader is sad, I was like, well, I mean, sure. I liked it for what it had to do with Obi Wan. Um, I think what I liked about this show the most is one of the. Th- things that I also liked about Rogue One where it adds to some stuff that happens later in the timeline and makes it a lot more weighty like for example as literally everyone across the internet has been talking about the the ending of A New Hope like Obi-Wan's death and Leia not actually getting to ever have any real moment with him uh is significantly sadder now that we know that like they had a real like well-founded relationship that actually like their dynamic was probably my favorite part of the show overall like they were great together um, but I think my biggest thing of like, a, oh, I, re- I really didn't care about that is like when Anakin's like, I am upset. I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> that sucks for you, doesn't it? Which I, I kind of loved how that was kind of the, how Obi-Wan ended, ended the show as well. He was like, and I don't care. Oh, well, that sucks for you. you Goodbye, Darth. When he's, I, I, I said this last week, I laughed. Like I, I was, I did I was too. crying the whole episode. And then he said that and I just started just fucking laughing. It was Goodbye, so Darth. funny to me. He's like, oh, she passed away. <laughs> I like the idea that Obi-Wan slept through the Sith Lord lecture. He was like, I've killed a Sith Lord. I don't need to know about this. And then now he's like, oh, fuck. So Darth? That's the name. That's like what I call, like, I call Maul Maul because he's not really a Sith anymore. So that's, that's appropriate, right, Darth? Darth, you could be Darth. There Secretly, there's a cut Clone Wars episode wherein <laughs> Obi-Wan goes to Dooku's house or whatever on serrano and is like hey darth and he's like what the fuck did you just call me (laughs) hey darth grandpa the war with darth grandpa that is literally just star wars (laughs) yeah that's that's kylo ren yeah that's kylo ren except for he's on grandpa's side (laughs) no it's like you know the war no 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 the war for grandpa (laughs) Okay, yeah, for Kylo, it's the war for Grandpa. For Rey at, at the I'm, end of Rise of Skywalker is, the war again... With, the war with my Grandpa. I'm fight. I'm fighting for Grandpa. It's me, Kylo Ren. That's what he should have said <laughs> in The Force Awakens. You don't understand. Let me show you the power of the Grandpa. <laughs> of my Grandpa. Not <laughs> any Grandpa. My Grandpa. <laughs> the idea of Kylo Ren being a Grandpa's boy, like, he canonically is, but, like, if... if Anakin was alive, him being like, Grandpappy and I are going to the golf course today. I don't know why they golf, because they're white people, I guess. Sorry for the generalization. Okay, but you're right. I mean, I did golf with my white grandpa, so. I'm just going to say this. I love the idea of, of I obviously, yeah, canonical grandpa's boy, Kylo Ren. However, the, I feel like he's the kid in school who whenever you're like, oh, my parents, and he's like, well, my grandfather, if you weren't aware did the fault like he fought in the clone wars okay what did your grandpa do oh nothing he's, that's he's what i thought girl. 
Girls. He's the Mean Girls. Um, my father who invented the, <laughs> the toaster strudel. My father, Kylo Weiner, on the dark side. <laughs> Gretchen <laughs> Wren. <laughs> no. Okay, quickly. Who are the rest of the Mean Girls in that scenario? I keep doing this. Katie Heron obviously Ray. Anyway, okay. No, Katie Heron is Ray, and uh, Janice and Damien are Finn and Poe. So true. Anyway, <laughs> oh, you know, I'm still thinking about Noah bringing up like um like leia and obi-wan because yeah that also was like probably one of my favorite things in the whole show was leia and obi-wan's little adventure because you know i'm a sucker for for a dad and and child storyline <laughs> they always get me with that i'm just like damn it star wars not again but um one of my favorite moments in the whole like series was like you know when leia holds obi-wan's hand to like comfort him <laughs> I was like, oh, that's very sweet. Uh. As usual, um, I am always in love with the trope of hot Dilf dad and amazing daughter that they they find to like love together and they are happy and the Dilf learns to soften his heart. I always love that storyline. So the second that I figured out that that's what was happening, I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna be in for it. And I was, and I was. But I also like to say on on that note, um, the actress who plays Leia, I don't know her name, I'm sorry. Vivian Lyra Blair. She's amazing. I loved literally like all of her moments. I was like, you are, first of all, spitting image of of Carrie Fisher as a human being. I was like, I love you. But also like the way that she played Leia, who, uh, who as a character who got to be both like a child who behaves the way children do, whilst also being like this capable, interesting character. I loved, and it was also really in character for Leia as a human being. Like I love in the first couple of episodes, she's like, Obi-Wan, you're weird and old, and I don't know what your fucking deal is. But like, she's also really smart and handles herself well. And I just, I felt that that was both true to Leia's character and it made for a really fun watch and I really enjoyed it. I was actually just gonna say that like, we could be talk, we could like discuss, cause I feel like everyone's starting to bring up our favorite parts of the show, like aspects. It could be a scene, could just be like an overall concept because I feel like, um, Noah and, and Jess kind of touched on that because I was also going to bring up women because I think that this is women at their finest in Star Wars. Uh, no, literally. Like, I mean, we, we compared it a lot to the Queen's Hope books last time where like E.K. Johnson was like, I have these books about this one woman, but I'm going to bring in as many women as possible. And I feel like Deborah Cho kind of did the same thing with this show where she was like, this is about Obi-Wan, but like everybody else is going to be a powerful w- woman. Plus like Haja and Roken. They're, they're just there they're vibing they're they're so they're super cool and owen like they're they're vibing and they're super cool but like everybody else is just like girl boss girl boss girl boss girl boss. but also like interesting girl boss fleshed out girl boss like it was it was very and i mean that's also very on brand for obi-wan like he always has very slight women around him i just thought it was very cool that it was like not only are we gonna explore women who already exist in star wars like bria organa like leia but like Baru, but we're also going to introduce some some new very slay women and, you know, have some new favorite gl- shittos like Tala. Like, I just I was like, oh, so the theme of the show is women. Like, we thought it was about Obi-Wan, but really the theme of this show is women. And you know what? He said women's rights. Thank you. So true. When when he was like, Riva turned towards the light, he was saying, I support women's rights and women's wrongs. Because I know, I know there's good in her still. Um, no, I completely agree. I think that this show has just been leaps and bounds better for for women in the Star Wars franchise. Like the average Star Wars project. Like I think about like 
And I feel like I constantly rag on Book of Boba Fett, even though I once again liked it and I really love all of those characters. I feel like Fennec really deserved a treatment. Yes. Where we just like learned anything about her inner Let life. Let Deborah Cho do this show. Yeah, so when is Deborah Chow doing Fennec. the fucking Fennec? She wouldn't have betrayed us with, with Boba and Fennec's story. Never. So she never true. would have. So true. They would have been best friends. Two pretty best friends actually fucking up shit instead of like... Fennec, go run around, please, and thank you. Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm ragging on Book of Boba Fett. There is not a single female character in this show, like, who is a main character, obviously, who I feel like I she is in a different space than where she was at the beginning of the show. Maybe Baru, but that's because we just really didn't see her until the end. Uh, so she didn't have, like, all that time to have an arc. But that being said, I feel like she did at least have an arc from uh, Attack, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith to now because you know then she was obviously like oh yeah also sorry sorry shout out to fourth sister you also shout didn't have any character <laughs> development go girl give us nothing for real for real <laughs> she literally just stood there where are you i can't wait i can't wait for you to be relevant in like jedi survivor she's, maybe she's still I don't fucking know. dealing with fifth brother's bullshit that's what she's doing so, so actually true. she she's what a happened queen. to fifth brother like he got like nothing Let's go. It's, King, give us nothing. <laughs> it's my time to shine. I said this when we were talking about why Hauser was not like why Hauser did not feel the effects of Order sixty six all that much in those first couple episodes. I said it when we talked about why Thrawn acts different in Rebels than he does in the books because it, fat, Fifth Brother was in the bathroom for the last episodes of these of this was show. Was that why he was it, mean to Reva because he, he had IBS? <laughs> not because he has IBS. He has horrible indigestion. He was having horrible indigestion was... that then became horrible, horrible diarrhea. He has celiac I... disease. Sorry. I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking that maybe he just decided he's like, you know what? I'm gonna use some of my accumulated, like you know, vacation time and treat myself to a spa day because, like you know, my skin's very like kind of ashy. I think I need some like just a good spa day. Get some good moisturizer. Did he go to the, did he go to the Polynesian spa with yeah. the, with the Poba Fett? I will say, in Rebels, he definitely looks more moisturized. So you know what? He also suddenly looks like John Cena. So slay. <laughs> this show, especially too, it was a lot of um, women of color specifically also. I was just like, yes, thank you for not only women, but also people of color being like absolute like slay epic moments for them. Yeah, and I think that was that was one of my big concerns like after watching like the first like episode, maybe two episodes of of Obi-Wan Kenobi was like I was like, "Oh no, is Reva going to be like this like angry black woman character?" which is such a like a loaded thing to begin with, but I no, her her story was about a black woman grieving um and like becoming coming into her own. Um and so that was like, "Yes, thank you." And also Moses Ingram Holy shit, that performance was so... At the last episode, that was my favorite moment in the entire series where, like, she, like, had... She was, like, ready to strike Luke down and then she was like, mm, -mm I can't do this, no. I literally... Um, I already said I don't really care about Anakin Skywalker and I stick by that. Um, the moment that really, um, like, almost brought me to tears that I, like, paused is when she looks up at Obi-Wan and is like, have I become him? And I was like, hi. Absolutely, fucking lutely holy shit. No, I, I needed a minute. Yeah, because that was, genuinely. Yeah. It was also like, I think this is also what I loved about the show is like, what a culmination of a character. Like, first of all, I love that she lived. That was my biggest thing. I was Absolutely. like, thank God that she actually got to live through the show. But like, the fact that the conclusion of her, of her arc for this 
this portion of her story is the realization that she was like, whether she wanted to or not, perpetuating the pain done to her by others. And for her to stop and go like, I, I'm consciously saying, I don't want to be this. I am actively refusing to be this person. It kind of broke me a little bit slash a lot. Like the shot where she goes to strike down Luke and it switches to her child self. And it was like, ah, and Moses carried that like so well. I, her performance was like iconic in every way, shape and form. And I, all I'm saying is that um, I would like more, I would like more of Riva. I literally don't care how we get it. I just, I want to see what, is next for her because I'm fascinated by her journey as a character and I feel like there's a lot of great content to pull from. Welcome to Reva Watch. No, literally, I'm, I think we all are going to become Reva Watch because many people may know my favorite moment in all of Star Wars is Twin Sons. And so like, yeah, was I crying the rest of the episode? Absolutely. But then when it gets to that point and we have both the parallels to Ventress and the parallels to Maul because Maul is like, he says like, is he the chosen one? And then he goes like, you know, okay, please avenge us or whatever. And it's such a, it's such a turning that moment on its head for her to be like, oh, have I become him? I was like, wow, it's like twin sons in reverse. I was like, holy shit. Um, but what I also thought was cool was that it wasn't just, it wasn't like, oh, Obi-Wan showed her the way, which would have really sucked because it would have been like, oh, a white guy, like whatever. It was, she was very much on that path independently. They even like, Obi-Wan is doing his thing with Vader on one side. And then she's doing her thing and like they're very separate. Obviously, they intersect, but they're very separate and it's very much like her. It's not her like it's not her realizing shit about herself because of a man or a white guy. It's like it's her mm -hmm. own path. Yeah. Um, and he's just there to be like, hey, I'm here. I'm I'm here to be someone like to be there for you. Like when when you wanted like, you know, when you need somebody. Yeah. And I was like, wow, holy shit. What I will also say is that I think there are two through lines that like intersect and because because Obi-Wan's role in the Jedi Order directly does come from a place of, of Reva's trauma of like, where the fuck were you when we needed you? Um, and that is like the perfect thing of like, he's like, well, and she's like, okay, well, we gotta, we gotta move on. And that was phenomenal. And I think also like that, that line I was going to say when, when Reva says, where were you? Like, that was chilling. It was really good. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, Obi-Wan, where the fuck were you? But like, it was, it was so interesting to have a character whose trauma was, I think, I think what I liked about it was, it was both very like her own, but it also was deeply entwined and intertangled with who Obi-Wan is as a person. I will also say, um, yeah, Maul's a character, whatever. And I don't mean to be a bitch, but the Virgin Maul versus the Chad Reva. Um, oh, absolutely. That's, exactly. That's absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. That's what I've been saying. So I've true. Been, yeah, exactly. She he said, oh my wishes. God, somebody died on this planet? That's ass. I'm not going to do that. No, because she already did. No, because he hasn't done that yet. So yeah, he, <laughs> technically he's, he's wandering around out there somewhere. He had a vision of Maul showed up to beat Obi-Wan's ass and had a vision of Reva and he was like I'll never be that cool I'm just gonna let Obi-Wan take me out here no I literally well I also have to say like I mean across this conversation so far I think the biggest through line is like the acting has been very slight like the actress who plays young Leia Moses Ingram for Reva I'm I mean obviously Ewan McGregor himself like I mean and I could also talk about how Hayden Christensen, I talked last week about like Hayden Christensen was like, I'm going to study Twilight of the Apprentice to deliver that absolute slay line and, and all of that performance in the final. I was like, 
there's just really good acting in this. I was like, holy shit. They were finally given a good director who doesn't give them shit dialogue. And they were like, I'm running with this one. Sorry, George. <laughs> did you see? Did, have you guys no, seen that? No, don't apologize to George. Have you guys seen that video of Mark Hamill like shortly after? Um, I don't remember if it was after. It was after oh, the him, original trilogies. where He's, he's like, shitting on the dialogue. Yeah. yeah, where he's like, I had to ask George to take this line out because I was like, people don't talk like that, George. Hated, it's a hate. really funny. If you guys like have not seen it, look up Mark Hamill. People don't talk like that, George. Yeah, and well, watch that video because it's fucking hilarious. There's also like, I think he mentions that Harrison Ford also said stuff like that. And like Harrison Ford like is also like, I'm not saying that or whatever about certain things. But like Hayden also had moments like that. And then like, I don't know, said in interviews that George was like, but just say it anyway. And I'm like, yeah. hey, you're you're an angel for dealing with that shit. Yeah. Like, because in that in that interview, Mark Hamill was like, "Yeah, you're the one." Like, George is writing the dialogue, but we're the one who people are gonna make fun of for it. So he like he he predicted the future. <laughs> so true. That is what I will say about. Um, and I think that we are all prequel enjoyers here. We don't have like hateful negative shit to say about the prequels. We got definitely negative shit to say, but like not like in a hateful way that. The visceral hatred that so many people had about the prequels uh, up until about, I would say, five years ago. That, like, Hayden worked with what he had. His his performance facially, his actual, like, acting itself, I think is really good in the prequels. It's just that the words that he has to say are so ass. Yeah, I will, as, you know, everyone knows, I'm not an Anakin enjoyer. But I will always defend Hayden Christian acting in the prequels like he is a good actor just you, there's only so much you can do with some of those lines the one I'm glad he got to shine in this in this series yes um because i i will say um that the scene that i was like oh shit that was really good i mean that everyone was saying was the whole like when he was like you didn't kill anakin skywalker like i genuinely i think that that line got thrown around because some people were like see anakin still like sees himself as someone who has like fallen and failed i read that more as him being like haha i did it i'm better than you because at this point in his life i think he's like he's, he's still mistaking the dark side for power but i think what i loved about that line was that it brought obi-wan closure insofar as he realized like I was never going to be the one to fix you. And I was never going to successfully like dissuade you from this path. I did what I could. I did what I thought was best at the time. And that's literally all any of us can. And I liked that because I felt like it made sense to me about how Obi-Wan as a character has to learn that like when shitty things happen to people in his life, it's his part of his character arc is always decoupling himself from what had happened to those people. Like they behave that way, but that's not on him. I can't remember who said this on Twitter. It was either Mike Chen or Adam Christopher um, who wrote Shadow of the Sith and then uh, Mike Chen who wrote Brotherhood. I can't remember which one of them, but I feel like it was one of them who said this uh, recently. Um, like people ask them, like, who should have trained Anakin for things to work out? It was Mike Chen. It was Mike Chen, yeah. Okay. And Mike Chen was like, no one. Like it would have, regardless of who had taught him, Palpatine was still in his ear telling him things to do things and for him to internalize and make those decisions on his own and this really solidified it and it was just yeah I, I feel like all the all the the bros who are like Ugh, like the council is so shit and blah, 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 blah. like both things can be true my good bitch the other thing it was cool is like yeah we talked about like oh is Obi-Wan a good Jedi whatever like that was also a moment showing how great of a Jedi he is because like this is a thing that has plagued him for at least 10 years. 
him blaming himself for Padme's death and also him blaming himself for Anakin, um, he finally lets it go. And like, that's the Jedi thing to let it go. And he, he listens and he's like, okay, I'm letting it. And that's like, it's what makes him a great, you, you get to almost see both sides of, of him in that moment. You get to see him be very sly with the force, but then you also get to see him like emotionally let go. And you're like, damn, all right, maybe you are as Yasin Slay as everyone says you are. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like because everything was resolved with such like, it felt like such a neat little bow aside from Reva. I don't have a lot to be like, ooh, like I wonder what they're gonna do now. Like, which is fine. Like, I don't need that. It's kind of nice to not have to add my own conjecture in order to enjoy a character arc, which is weird because I feel like I'm very used to doing that is where I'm like, haha, what would they say in this situation? Like, oh, well, we know everything that I would be curious about knowing, like, how would they react to this? We got it. So I'm like, okay, cool. Except for his grinder profile. We don't know. <laughs> no. Deborah Chow, we're in wait, we need answers. No, I'm just saying if if someone knows what it looks like, what pictures were used, what he put in his little bio, what tags he used. If you guys didn't know, grinder has tags, but for people. Just so you oh, know. Oh, it's so troubling. Yeah, yeah, and it is. Do we have any other final thoughts on Obi-Wan Kenobi? Okay. Bring Reva back. So true. I'm holding out. I will become a gamer if she is in Jedi Survivor. And I'm I would by love that. for her to be in Jedi Survivor. I will live stream playing Jedi Survivor. <laughs> don't don't make Jedi a Survivor. don't make a promise you can't Are you keep. Both watching Andor? Let's discuss. So true. I just wanted to say that one thing that I love about this show that I loved about Rogue One that I love about a lot of these non-Jedi Star Wars characters, which is part of the reason I'm so pumped for Andor, is that they're always they always tend to be ride or die for the rebellion and the jedi characters tend to like need convincing um and i just i love that that a lot of what the jedi who survive order 66 have to learn is that there are still things that are worth fighting for my brother's on the roof that's that's the knocking that you're hearing no that's me and your walls <laughs> no because it's, it's from the outside yeah he's on the roof okay but no yeah i liked it a lot if they decided to do a second season because it did seem very open-ended i wouldn't be opposed to that it was very good um definitely better than the other star wars show that came out earlier this year that was about my favorite character and let me down but <laughs> this is why we have no expectations anymore the the bar's on the floor and <laughs> it's gonna remain on the floor because i'm still afraid but i am hyped for andor <laughs> so true let's get let's start why was I gonna say let's start the Andor hype house? I feel like no, that's M start That's M's. That's just yeah. her Twitter. Her so, Twitter. That's her okay, Twitter and no. TikTok. Yeah, guys, is Rogue One not just a hype house? Your characters from so Rogue true. One riding on their little ship to go to Scarif. Are they <laughs> no, not just a the hype idea house? Of Bodie Rook doing one of those stupid little dances that they do, where they're You're... like humping the air. Very funny. <laughs> Bodie Rook is a lot is a lot like Dixie D'Amelio when you think about it. Dixie D'Amelio died of getting the Death Star plans. <laughs> Dixie D'Amelio died on Scarif. Dixie D'Amelio's like, oh, guys, I believe in uh, hope. <laughs> it's the only thing we have. I don't know yeah, why, Charlie but my dad is, and my dad is, uh, my dad is Hannibal. Charlie D'Amelio, who no. is his rebellions are built on hope. So true. Also, I can't stop thinking now about the idea of Mads Mikkelsen standing next to Dixie D'Amelio. So... <laughs> Let's move on. I can't fucking do this. Should I do Cody Watch? A final good Cody Watch. I mean, if you've tuned into every one of our episodes for for this, for this us talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi, 
no, he was not there. You know, we we got one nameless clone in the beginning of the series. And I was like, yeah, Tem, let's go, Tem. Fun fact was that that was like, you know, the, the first time Tem ever actually got to wear clone armor because, you know, they didn't wear, he didn't wear clone oh, armor in, in the prequels. It was just all CGI. But yeah, um, Cody wasn't there. I am deeply troubled by this, but you know, soon, soon, Cody Nation, we rise. Cody Nation, we ride at dawn. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, next month we get Obi-Wan issue three for the Obi-Wan 2022 comic coming out right now. And Cody will be there and he's going to be a main character. So um, check on me in a month. <laughs> check on how I'm doing in a month. I might not be well. Stand strong, my brothers. Now it's time for our favorite segment, Name That Ship, where we find, or some of you send us, um, fics from the archive of our own that have interesting pairings or an interesting premise. Um, And we make the rest of the hosts guess what it is. This is the celebration of the art form of fan fiction. Please do not go find these fics. Do not harass anybody. Um, This is fun. And um, we... Very much love the people who make these. No matter how crazy they are, you are the icons and you are the moment. Um, so, to begin, this one, it's pretty on theme. There's only one ship. It was submitted to me by um, Winter.Fet on TikTok. So, the title is called The Ghost and the Shadow. It has one ship and it just has three characters. Character A character B, and Obi-Wan Kenobi, hence why it's on theme. The additional tags are Mutual Pining, Alternate Universe Canon Divergence, Jedi, character B, Mention of Slavery, Undercover Missions, Fake Pretend Relationship. The summary, a case of mistaken identity makes for an awkward introduction between character A of, fill in the blank, that would give it away, and Jedi Shadow, character B. But things heat up in more ways than one while on a mission. So is one Quinlan Voss? No. Oh, is one Obi Wan Kenobi? Okay. No, Obi Wan is the, is a character who shows up in the fic. Oh, wait, he's yeah, not in sorry. the ship. I only ask because so, Quinlan's like the shat, like he's a shadow, like that's his thing. Quinlan so is not in the fic. Yeah. So you said Jedi character B. So is character B not normally a Jedi? Like he is, is this not like normally a, a Jedi, but okay, he is for fan sensitive. So Maul. It is. It is Maul. <laughs> It's Jedi Shadow Maul. Okay. It's character A. Wait, is this a gay ship, right? Yes, it is a man. And is the man... General Grievous. No. Yeah, you got it. Grievous out here. I've decided. Is the man a Jedi? No. Okay. Bail Organa. No. Get Bail away from him. Are they in the animated stuff? Yes. Honda Monaka. No. (laughs) Damn it. Are they human? Yes. Is it Owen Lars? No. Thrawn. Wait, no. fuck. <laughs> no. Eli Vanto. It's not no, a Thrawn. It's not Eli Vanto. Guys, we can't just do this thing. I've noticed where we all just say what we're thinking all at once. <laughs> there has to be some order. Okay, so, so character A, they're not a Jedi. Nope. They're in the animated stuff. Mm-hmm. Tarkin? Here's a, here, no. Is this a character that, that that we like as a podcast? Yes. You answered with Masamita. a Asamita. Masamita's not human. human. (laughs) (laughs) This is kicking your ass, Noah. 
Are they a clone? No, yes. I see someone who's blue and says, you're a human. I don't Rex? Care is what. it? It's not Rex. Is it Cody? Yes. <laughs> well, Maul and Cody? Oh my god, it's guys. Cody and Maul. They have a, a case of mistaken identity and Commander Cody of Ghost Company and Jedi Shadow Maul Oppress and the, um have a fake relationship, fake pretend relationship. Um, Call Modi? <laughs> Oh, also, oh, is it, in, in is the it notes... Modi, that robot from the kids' show? <laughs> also, in the notes, it says, I decided to drop in a few hints of Cody slash Maul slash Obi-Wan just for fun. Though it can be read as just the two of them if that's preferred. In love with the incredibly toxic polycule of Maul, Obi-Wan, <laughs> and Cody. No, because here's the thing. Jedi you Maul. see them from, aco- from, the, from across the bar and be like, I hate their vibe. I gotta stay their away from sucks. them. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's Jedi Maul, so he, like, is a little better. Anyways, I'm um, gonna no. I think I think the comparison of like Maul to Jedi Maul is that Maul doesn't shower and Jedi Maul uses five in one shampoo. No. <laughs> I think that's what, that's the comparison mm-hmm. I would. Unfortunately, make. I think a lot shampoo. of the Jedi use five in one shampoo. I, I think tragically, I agree. I There's Quinn, one Quinlan doesn't use is the one of the only ones who doesn't use five in one. shampoo. I think there are two Jedi that don't use five in one shampoo, and it is Quinlan Voss and Comac Vitus. They're yeah. the only bitches yeah. in the entire Actually, no, order. I think Stellan Geos. I okay. I know that Belzadifar has good skin. That's what okay, I'm gonna true. say. Yeah, that's right, true. Right. Yeah. That's true. He at least has a moisturizer. Do you guys think Loden uses moisturizer on his head? Absolutely. Oh, bathing in <laughs> it. Like, Actually, bathing like, in it. I can't use Loden Great Storm. He doesn't have hair. I think Loden Great Storm actually does does use something that's not a five in one product. Bell, I got this stuff from I got this stuff <laughs> from Lush. Please, can you put the? Can you this is my guys. This stand? is my Loden Memorial Bath Bomb. <laughs> in collaboration. Hi, I'm a representative from Lush. We are doing a collaboration. The Loading Great Storm Memorial Bath Bomb. And it becomes ash, just like he did. Anyways. It's no. green on the outside and gray on the inside. No. That's so hateful. It's called The Nameless. No. Nar. The fic I am bringing today is called Crawling Towards the Sun. It is just one ship, character A and character B. Alternate universe, modern setting. Alternate universe, college slash university. Here we go again. Because one college AU wasn't enough. Uh, character B is a sensitive artist. Character A is a not so sensitive metal worker. I'm sure you can guess where this is going. Character A, your pickup lines suck. Join me in rare pair hell. Watch me bullshit my way through metalworking. Character A is a terrible flirt. Please send help. Character B is not amused. Paint me like one of your French girls. Inappropriate metal sculptures. Boys kissing. Soft kisses. Soft boys. Recreational drug use. Typical art student bullshit. Grinding. Is this Han and, and Baylor? No, it is not Han oh. and <laughs> oh, wait, Okay, so oh are these God. prequel era characters? No. Are they these original the... trilogy? One of them appears in the original trilogy. Is one of them Han Solo and the other is Baylor? No, no. Do is they one of them Luke? No. Do they both appear in the movies? Yes. Are they main characters? No. Is one Wedge Antilles? Yes, one is I Wedge Antilles. One big one... dark lighter. No. Damn it. Is the Wedge the one... art student or the metal worker? Wedge is the metal worker. Very so, sly. Do they Wedge... know each other in the in in Star Wars? Um, Wedge probably knows of character A or character B. Kanan Jarrus. Nope. Don't know why that came to my head. He's significantly older than him. Is, I, the, other, <laughs> is the other character force sensitive? they know each other. The other character is not force sensitive. Are they human? Yes. A member of the Rebellion? 
Yes. Lando Calrissian? No. Oh, okay, wait. So, sorry, I missed this. Has character A appeared in the original trilogy or just that era? Character A appeared in the original trilogy. Character B is the one that you haven't guessed yet. Yeah. Is it a character from Rogue One? Yes. Bodhi Rook? Rook? It is Bodhi Rook slash Wedge Antilles. You know what I hate? hate Wait, wait, wait. And Bodhi Rook is the art student? Yes. That's That's very slay. I hate hate that I was like, I bet it's it's Bodhi. And then I just didn't say anything. (laughs) Like, I sat here for like five minutes while we were, not five minutes. I sat here for like a couple seconds while everyone was like, haha, guessing. And I was like, I bet it's Bodhi. I, I just, love, I love I was just silent. I've mind at this. Like we all like meandered down the same path. That's uh, so good. That's slay. I know. I was once again. Here's the thing, and here's the thing, and this is just like, I guess a thing to say to you people, and then also to the um, folks who submit fan fiction to us. I went basically through down the entire rare pair tag, um, and I found some pretty great things there. So. More on that later. More on that at nine. I'm very excited. Big if true. Big if true. Thank you so much for joining us this week for RuPelp's Pod Race. Now that Obi-Wan Kenobi is over, we're going back to bi-weekly episodes until Andor starts. But be on the lookout for some fun content in the meantime. For updates, Star Wars news, and more cursed shit, follow us on social media at RuPelp's Pod Race on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Want to ask us a question? Send us a Q&A on our TikTok or email us at rupalpspodrace at gmail.com. If you really love the show, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, or Overcast. It means a lot to us. And remember, may the force be with you, and don't curve it up. Waka waka. Waka waka. Waka waka. waka. waka, waka. <laughs>